He's one of the most polarizing prospects in this year's draft class. In fact, people can't even seem to agree whether or not he performed well at the Combine on Thursday. Today we're going to talk about Arkansas wide receiver Traylon Burks. I'll give you my thoughts on him and whether or not he's a good fit for the Jets ahead on the Locked On Jets podcast. You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome. This is the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day is our motto. It's Friday, March 4th, 2022, and I'm your host, John B. from GangGreenNation.com. Thank you so much for making this show your first listen or your first watch each day. We're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you like what you see or hear, hit the subscribe button. You'll never miss an episode, and you'll get new notifications every time a new episode is posted. And if you're watching on YouTube and enjoy this episode, give it a big thumbs up. It helps out the channel, helps other Jets fans find Locked On Jets. Well, today we're going to continue the Prospect Friday series. I'm going to talk about Arkansas wide receiver Traylon Burks, and here on the podcast... We're going to try every Friday between now and the draft to profile one prospect who I think could interest the Jets. Last week, we began with Garrett Wilson, the Ohio State wide receiver. We're going to stay at the wide receiver position today as I offer my thoughts on Burks. And I specifically wanted to do Burks today because yesterday the combine really got underway in Indianapolis. I know players had arrived over the last few days. We heard coaches and general managers speak earlier in the week, but Yesterday was when players hit the field for drills, and I knew no matter what happens, Burks would draw attention because he's a very polarizing prospect. It seems like opinions on him were all over the place. I mean, some people love him, some people don't love him. There was a lot of debate about how well he would perform at the Combine and the drills. I I don't think I've ever seen such a wide array of opinions on a prospect, how he would perform. Some people thought he'd run very fast, Other other people felt like he would not. But the really interesting thing is, it doesn't even seem like there's agreement on how well he performed yesterday. It's amazing. Now, I think anybody would agree his measurables, his weigh-ins were very imposing. He weighed in at 6'2", 225 pounds, his arms 33 and a half inches, his hands 9 and 7 eighths inches. That's quite big. Then you get to the athletic drills. He runs a 4.55 40-yard dash, a vertical jump of 33, a broad jump of 122. And it seems like, there again, there's debate on this because it's a question, was this good? I mean, I think by any measure, you would have to say this is not bad. This was not a catastrophe for Traylon Burks, but I guess some people were expecting him to do better. You know, some people were maybe thinking he was going to be a DK Metcalf type of athlete. I guess his performance was good, but not spectacular. And this has some people questioning what this means for him. It has some people questioning his value. It doesn't matter how many times I say it. I We did an entire show on this Monday. The way you evaluate the combine is not to like radically change your views on a player because he runs a 4-5 when you were expecting a 4-4. The combine has its purposes, but I think that a lot of this stuff with Traylon Burks is an overreaction. He's not a perfect prospect. I'm not sold that he's going to be a great NFL player, but I can't go crazy because he ran a 4.55 when we were expecting him to run a 4-4. And this shows you kind of the absurdity of the process, because I'm pretty sure he's going to go to his pro day, he's going to run a much better time, and it will will be like the combine never existed. 
And that's just like the absurdity of this process. So let's talk about Traylon Burks. Let's try and keep some perspective. You know, there are some players where the 40-yard dash matters. And if Traylon Burks yesterday went out there and ran like a 4-7-4-8 when you're expecting a 4-4, okay, that's different. 4-5 is still pretty good, especially for a guy at 225. You know, a guy like Garrett Wilson, I mentioned him on last week's show. I had some questions about his deep speed. Garrett Wilson running in the 4-3 range. That kind of answers my questions about him. Now, I'm not sure Garrett Wilson plays to a 4-3, but that kind of alleviate some of my concerns about his deep speed. That was one of the areas I, I expressed concerns about Garrett Wilson. Traylon Burks, am I going to panic because he ran a 4.55? 4, 4. Absolutely not. So let's begin by talking about what Traylon Burks could bring to the table for the Jets or a team that drafts him. And really, the word that comes to mind for me is just playmaker. I mean, there's just a lot of playmaking ability with this guy. And when you watch these prospects, sometimes you have to look for the things that are kind of under the surface and sometimes how an opponent plays you tells you a lot sometimes how your own team runs things through you tells a lot and arkansas loved to get this by the ball this this guy the ball they pretty much designed their offense to try and scheme up ways to get the ball into this guy's hands whether you're talking screens whether you're talking about you know bootlegs where he's just kind of the guy running the little the uh, little shallow route into the flat just trying to get him the ball that way they got him the ball in the backfield. You saw designed runs. You saw any any, any number of manufactured touches for him. And that's just because he's a very difficult guy to bring down with the ball in his hands. And that's where his size shows. And that's where that speed. And again, fine, maybe he's not DK Metcalf fast. Maybe that's what we learned from the combine. But he's still plenty fast. And I think he's still, I think he's more explosive than he showed. And another thing you have to remember is that there's a difference between timed speed and playing speed. And, you know, I watch this guy in the SEC frequently run away from defensive backs. And when you're running away from defensive backs, that means you're plenty fast. Again, is he DK Metcalf fast? Maybe not. And, yes, a lot of those defensive backs won't be in the NFL. Maybe they're slower than your typical NFL defensive backs. But I don't think you can look at this and say Traylon Burks is slow. He's fast. He's tough to bring down with the ball in his hands. And I think that there's more explosion than maybe we saw in the combine. Now, these results are something that maybe will make me go back to the tape just to see whether there's something I was missing. But I don't know that the Combine really does a good enough job in this case of showing you what Traylon Burks really brings to the table. Because you have to, you have to remember, the 40-yard dash is kind of like a track drill where you're beginning from a four-point stance, which you don't do as a wide receiver. Wide receivers play in two-point stances these days. Now, if you go back decades, maybe wide receivers began the play with their hand in the ground. So maybe there'd be a little bit more relevance there. But I think Traylon Burks is a guy who, you know, lots of playmaking ability. Again, I think a little bit more explosion. I think the speed was good in the 40-yard dash, but I, I still feel like he's maybe a little faster than that showed, even though that was a good time. I think he's difficult to bring down with the ball in his hands. He's just a dangerous open field runner. I, I think he's the type of guy who can succeed in a role where you're just figuring out ways to manufacture touches for him. But there are other aspects to, to his game that you have to really like. And, you know, I talked about his hand size. I talked about his wingspan. He has a really big catch radius. I mean, he makes some catches you couldn't believe. And the other thing is he tracks the ball really well. So he's the type of guy where, you know, you can send him deep. You can maybe try and throw, him the, throw the ball up to him, and he'll figure out a way to come down with it. Now, those things, it's, it's always difficult to say how much these things are going to translate to the NFL where you're going up against more skilled defenders corners with better ball skills but Traylon Burks is a guy who makes some of the most impressive catches I've seen a college player make 
during his time at Arkansas. And the other aspect to his game, I, he's not the most refined receiver, and we'll talk about that ahead in the next segment where I'll go through some of the things he doesn't do all that well. But you see flashes of him understanding some of the more nuanced aspects of Elrond. He doesn't run a ton of double moves, but you see a double move here or there. He's not necessarily a guy who had to deal with a lot of press coverage because Arkansas played him in the slot a lot. In some ways, maybe his talent worked against him developing because Arkansas just tried to figure out how to scheme things up for him. They just wanted to get the ball in his hands, make it as easy as possible. So he spent a lot of time in the slot. He did not have to deal with a lot of press coverage, but he showed signs of being able to beat press coverage. You know, does he have a ton of releases? No. Is he that refined off the line of scrimmage? No. But you see flashes of him being able to to beat these types of coverages. So it's not like he's entering the NFL as a total blank slate in these areas. It's you know, there's a lot to learn, and he'll have to learn how to run you know a varied release package, and he'll have to learn some of the nuances of coverage. But you see flashes of him being able to do that, and I think that that's something that matters. So there's a lot that he brings to the table. However, there are some questions with him, and I think that this is a guy who may require some patience. As he enters the NFL, this is not a finished product. There are lots of nuances to the position that that Traylon Burks is going to have to learn, and we're going to talk about some of them ahead here on the Locked On Jets podcast on this Friday episode. Of course, it is Combine season, and Bet Online has you covered with plenty of prop bets. You can bet on what position group will run the forty-yard dash the fastest. The cornerbacks are favored, although the wide receivers put together quite a show on Thursday. may have been the fastest wide receiver group in history. The ultimate prop bet, though, is how Rich Eisen's annual 40 time will go. The NFL Network anchor runs the 40-yard dash every year, and the over-under is 6.03 seconds. So we'll see whether Rich can beat that total. And you should also know that basketball is full steam ahead for both pro and college hoops. And from the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Jets your first listen or your first watch every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you like what you see or hear, hit the subscribe button. You'll never miss an episode. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give this episode a thumbs up. Helps out the channel. Helps other Jets fans find Locked On Jets. Today we're talking about Arkansas wide receiver Traylon Burks, a prospect who has a wide variety of opinions on him. I mean, I've heard comparisons all over the map for him. I've heard people compare him to DK Metcalf. I've heard people compare him to Debo Samuel. It seems like nobody has the same opinion on Traylon Burks. A very wide variety of opinions. We talked about some of the things I think he does well in the first segment. Now, in this second segment, I'm going to talk about some of the areas where he needs to work, or he needs to improve. And I think that it's important when you're talking about prospects to understand these are not finished products. I think that's one of the things that sometimes we lose in this process. We're dealing with young guys, you know, guys in their early 20s, who have plenty of time to improve. And just because they're not showing a certain skill today does not mean that they're incapable of learning that. And if you're talking Traylon Burks, I think there's no question about it. 
his game needs a lot of refinement. The Arkansas offense did not ask him to do a lot of the things NFL receivers need to do to succeed on the next level. I mean, if you look at his route running, there's some work that's going to have to be done. There's things that are going to have to be cleaned up. The footwork is going to have to improve. I think anybody who watches him, this is one of the areas where I think everybody's in, one of the few areas where everybody's in agreement with Traylon Burks on Traylon Burks. He rounds off his routes. There, there's not a lot of sharp cuts in his routes. So his route running is going to need work. But I think just in general, a lot of the refined aspects of a wide receiver's game are things Burks is going to have to learn on the next level. You're talking about reading coverages. I think he, he's got to learn a little bit on that end. I think his stems are not particularly varied. I don't think that he, he does a great job setting up defense. Again, you see flashes of it. You see the occasional double move. But I think more consistency on his stems, you know, varying things, setting, defen- setting defenders up, that's something that's going to need some work. Again, lots of time in the slot. So, again, not his fault, but another thing he's going to have to learn Again, those releases off the line of scrimmage, you see it occasionally. You see the occasional sign that he could beat press coverage. And you say, okay, there's something to work with there. If he can improve this, if he can become a little bit better rounded, if he, he learns with more experience, and then, then you'll have something there. Because he obviously has the size. He obviously has the physical tools to succeed as an outside receiver in this league. It's a matter of learning these things, though. So... That's another thing that will need to be cleaned up. I I think you do have to look at the combine, and it does make me go back to the tape a little bit because when I watched him, I thought he'd test a little bit better. Again, it's not the end of the world, but I am questioning a little bit based on what we saw at the combine. So that's another thing that's going to make me go back to the tape. It was good. It wasn't great. So that's something that, that will require some attention. And I think, you know, these evaluations I'm giving you are kind of ongoing. I'm not giving you my final evaluation on a player. I'm giving you my evaluation on where a player is today. I'm going to continue to evaluate these guys. So, you know, once we get closer to the draft, you may hear me say something different about a player. And it's just because the evaluation process never really ends. You have to continue to watch film on players. You have to continue to, as you learn more about them, refine your opinion. But I mean, I, I was a little surprised. I thought he would do a little bit better. It's like, it's not panic territory. Like, 4-7-4-8 at the 40, I, I'd be in panic mode. You know, a little bit worse than some of the other drills. I'd be I'd be really questioning my assessment. But I think Burks was a little bit slower than I thought he'd be. So I, I want to try and figure out why that was. Aside from that, though, again, a lot of more the, new, the more nuanced aspects of wide receiver are things Traylon Burks is going to need to work on. This is not at all a finished project, project, uh, product. He's going to be, I think, a bit of a project as he enters the NFL. And it's it's not a question of whether or not he's a finished product today. It's a question of whether or not he'll be able to put it together in the future. I think we sometimes put these artificial time frames on players. You'll say, oh, this guy needs two years on the bench to figure it out. Well, there's nothing to say that a player needs two years to figure out all these things. Sometimes a player picks it up immediately. Sometimes a guy just gets to training camp and he receives better coaching for the first time. He, he gets instruction in an area where he struggled in college for the first time that makes everything click, and he immediately gets it. There are some players who never figure it out, and that's part of the process in the draft is you have to figure out what players are going to be able to pick things up quickly. Now ahead, we'll close out our Prospect Friday show here on the Locked On Jets podcast. I've talked about some of the things I think Traylon Burks does well. 
I've talked about some of the areas where I think maybe his game needs a little bit of work. Now let's put it all together. Let's figure out, does he fit the Jets? And if so, what role would he be best suited for? We'll talk about that ahead here on this Friday, Locked On Jets Pod. Of course, it's NFL Combine weekend. Prospects getting the opportunity to impress teams, perhaps live out their dream by being drafted later on in the spring. That's quite, quite a reward. Another reward is getting yourself a Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and most of them contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. And there are so many delicious flavors. You've got Puffs, which is the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. It's fluffy, it's marshmallowy. It's not just a protein bar. There's also mint brownie, there's coconut, there's coconut almond, and there's also white chocolate cookies and cream. These are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If Built Bar thinks the flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious, and it will be good for you. Go to check out all the options at Built.com. Again, that's Built.com, B-U-I-L-T.com, to see what Built Bar is the best one for you. This is the Locked On Jets podcast on this Prospect Friday. Today, we're talking about Arkansas wide receiver Traylon Burks. I've talked a little bit about what I think he does well right now. I've talked about some of the areas where I think he needs a little bit of work. I've talked about some of the questions that have come into play with him. A guy who really there's no consensus on. Now, would he be a good fit for the Jets? And if so, what role could he play? Now, to me, Traylon Burks is kind of a test of how smart you are as an NFL team. Because I think that there's like a career path for him if he goes to a smart team and a career path if he goes to a team that's not so smart. I think what the smart team will do is they'll take him and they'll put him in a position to do what he does well. You know, he's a guy who's dangerous with the ball in his hands. So you manufacture touches for him. You line him up in the backfield sometimes. You throw him screens. Again, you run the bootleg where he's he's doing a little shallow drag into the flat. You run some jet sweeps for him. He's a guy who makes plays with the ball in his hands. And yeah, he can track the ball deep. So you send him on some deep routes. You throw the ball up to him. Let him go make plays in the air. Do that. Do the things that, that he does well and bring him along slowly. Some of the areas, some of the more nuanced aspects of the receiver position, you don't ask him to do them all at once. You give him a fairly limited route tree, let him master certain concepts, and then you build from there and you bring him along slowly. That's, to me, what a smart team will do. What a not-so-smart team will do is they'll stick him at the X receiver position immediately. They'll demand that he learns a, an assortment of varied releases, an assortment of varied stems. They'll give him a full route tree right off the bat. They'll ask too much of him, and there's a good chance he'll be disappointing because that's a lot to put on a player who still has a lot of refinements to go in his game. It's not necessarily a problem with Burks. It's more of a problem the team he's going to. You don't want to put too much on his plate early, and you know if you do that, if you put all that on his plate early, yeah, there's a chance it'll all work out. There's a chance you could end up with an all-pro receiver. He's got certainly got a high ceiling. He may just put it all together very quickly. There's also a chance it's just too much for him. I mean, it would be too much for a lot of receivers. And you end up being disappointed. You get angry. You say, oh, we drafted this guy without, you know, we drafted this guy with no refinement to his game. We asked, he wasn't able to pick all, well, of course he wasn't able to pick all this stuff up. You asked him to do too much right out of the bat. And you didn't give him a chance to do what he does well. So to me, like, this is almost a test of how smart are you as a franchise? Are you going to put a guy in a position to do the things he does well and let him grow from there? Or are you going to ask too much of him right out, right off the bat? and perhaps be disappointed. Now, with the Jets, what role would he play? I see him kind of playing that role that 
at least as a rookie, I could see him playing the role that like Elijah Moore and Braxton Berrios had because especially once you get to the halfway point of the season, first it was Moore, then he got hurt. Berrios kind of took the role. The Jets kind of had a package of plays where they were just trying to throw the ball out to a playmaker in space. You know, on those types of plays I mentioned, the jet sweeps, the screens, the uh, end arounds. And I could see him playing that role pretty well. And in the meantime, he could get some snaps at wide receiver. Again, you give him maybe like a little package of routes that he runs and you try and bring him along slowly. And the Jets are in a pretty good position to bring him along slowly because you have Corey Davis on the outside. So you could almost set it up that Burks would have his package of plays. He'd run some routes from the receiver position. And then you're kind of building him up next year to take on more of a role if you if you were to cut Corey Davis. You could also play him in the slot. He does have some slot experience at Arkansas. I'm not sure his skill set necessarily lends that to being his best spot in the pros, but you could also run some routes from him in the slots. But I feel like a guy like Burks would be the type of player the Jets would bring along slowly. And perhaps they'd have the luxury of bringing him along slowly because they still do have some players with ability at the receiver position. Again, a guy I don't wouldn't want to ask too much of in the early stages of his career, but a guy who could bring something to the table if you let him do the things he's capable of doing. And, of course, there are the question marks. Is he, and that will determine how good he gets. Is Can he eventually master those nuances of the receiver position? I, I like him. I mean, I have to be honest with you. I, I think that this is a very promising prospect. I think, you know, depending on what the Jets do, especially in a trade-down scenario from 10, I, I think he could very much be a viable option for this team. But, again, opinions of him are all over the map. So I'm sure you have your own opinion of him. I'm sure you're, you differ from me in some area. I'd love to hear what you have to say. But that's all for today's episode. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy the show, subscribe to it. You'll never miss an episode. You'll get new notifications as episodes are posted. And also give this episode a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. It helps other Jets fans find the channel. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back next week to talk more Jets.